Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. And my name is Anna. And you're listening to the QLoops English podcast. Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to another QLoops episode. You're listening to Chatterbox, which is our series for intermediate and advanced English learners that features natural and unedited conversations between native speakers about interesting topics. And today I am joined by my co host, Anna. Hello there, Anna. Hi, Andrew, and hello, listeners. Now, today, Andrew and I are going to talk about a new trend in real estate and housing, and that is tiny living and living in micro apartments or mini flats. Our listeners in East Asia are probably familiar with this kind of living, but it's rather new for us in the West. So in this episode, Andrew and I are going to explain why tiny living is on the rise and we'll share our thoughts and opinions about it as well. Great. And Anna, I know that you've just moved into a new place, which you described as a micro apartment. Mm -hmm. And honestly, uh, this wasn't planned. This was just great timing, great <laughs> luck that these two things came together. So you're going to have a lot to share with us, Anna, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. We'll get to it in just a moment. But before we start, I think we should remind everyone about the study guide for this episode. So listeners, in the study guide, you can find detailed vocabulary definitions and examples of some of the important vocabulary that you'll hear Anna and I use today. There's also a quiz plus prompts that you can use for English speaking and writing practice. Now, we recommend following along with the guide while you listen to this episode. And to get the study guide, you just need to become a QLips member which you can do by signing up on our website, qlips.com, C-U-L-I-P-S.com. Becoming a member helps support the work that we do at Qlips and allows us to keep making these English lessons for you all, but it also gives you access to all of the great learning materials and tools that we make to help you improve your English and get fluent faster. And at the start of each episode, we always love to give a shout out to one of our listeners who has left us a review or a message. And recently we received a great review on Apple Podcasts from one of our listeners from Malaysia, Dinink. And Dinink wrote, oh my God, OMG, I really love Coolips because I'm learning English for an examination exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Thank you very much. Please continue to do this for a long time. Hardy face. Well, thank you so much, Dinik. Sorry if I got your name wrong there, but it's Dinik. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Hardy face. I was wondering how you were going to describe <laughs> that emoji. I, for listeners who obviously can't see the emoji, it is the smiling face emoji with the three hearts around it. So... Anna, uh, I learned a new word here today. <laughs> we can call that one the hearty face. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for that great review, Danique. And thank you to everyone out there who has been leaving us reviews and sending us messages and subscribing to us on their favorite podcast app. All of these things really help us to grow our community and for other English learners from around the world to connect with us and to learn with us. So please keep it up, everyone. We do appreciate it. With that being said, why don't we jump into our main topic for today, which is tiny living and living in micro apartments. 
or microflats. Anna, I guess the first question I'll ask you, being from the UK, I guess you're more partial to the word flat. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. When we talk about flats rather than apartments, for me, an apartment is an American English or maybe Canadian English word. But in definitely if you're in the UK, we're going to say flat. I guess you're used to apartment in, in Canada, right? Yeah, I'm an apartment user. So <laughs> guys, you'll probably hear us use these two words interchangeably here today, flat and apartment. But we're talking about the same thing. They have the same meanings, just UK English prefers flat and North American English prefers the word apartment. So Anna, why don't we talk about your move really quickly because <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're living in a new place and you told me that it's a micro flat mm -hmm. or a mini flat as you mm -hmm. as you prefer just how small is it i don't know if i prefer a mini flat or as i've described it to some of my family tiny living space it's really really small so my flat is about 30 meters squared so it's pretty on the small range it's definitely within the micro flat range and it is tiny. And I remember when I first looked at this flat, I was like, how am I going to live here? Especially <laughs> when you see somewhere without furniture, it's really hard to visualize how you would fit a sofa and a desk. So I'm not really used to this type of mini flat or micro flat living because in the UK, we tend to live in houses or we do have flats, absolutely, in city centers and things like this, but they tend not to be this small. Um, this is quite, well, urban living, let's say. That makes it sound slightly more luxurious and desirable, but essentially it's just a tiny place. So my flat is really small, but the one thing that I always really wanted is I didn't want a studio. So a studio is where you have one room and you have the kitchen in the same room and um, maybe a separate bathroom, maybe not, or maybe it's just kind of added on at the side. So I was really clear that I didn't want a studio because I wanted a separate place to work, to sleep, to have a kitchen. So my flat's mini, but I've got all the separate rooms. So I've got a living room, I've got a separate bedroom, a separate bathroom and a separate kitchen. So that was really important for me. But my goodness, I was searching for a long time for this tiny flat. <laughs> okay, so... Great. This is perfect. This is exactly the kind of story that we need for this episode. Anna, were you looking specifically for a kind of mini flat or is there a special reason that you wanted to move into a small place like this? Like, mm -hmm. is it because it's cheaper or maybe because you don't have to live with roommates? Did you have a special reason? So this is the thing. This is the question that I had. It was live in the city center in a small place in a good location or live out of the city center in a bigger flat, but you're far away. So this is the question that most people have to deal with when they're thinking about urban living. Do I sacrifice space for location or do I sacrifice location for space? That's like the question. And for me, I'd kind of looked at both. So I'd looked at some places outside of the city center or on the outskirts, let's say they weren't really in the countryside. And in the end, I thought, do you know what? I wanted to be closer to some of the family that I have here. And for me, because I work from home and I'm self-employed and I'm a teacher, I'm, I'm alone a lot. So for me, it's really important to be near family, friends. That's really important. And it's an important part of me maintaining 
my sanity. So I think that if I'd moved out of the center, those relationships would have been more difficult and they're actually a really important part of my life. So it's also to do with my working situation as well. Maybe if I had a more social job, it wouldn't make such a difference. But I think for me, it's really important to be close to the people that I have in my life because otherwise I wouldn't see anyone basically. Right, right. So for me, that was also a big factor in my decision. So in the end, I sacrificed space for location. That's the cliche when it comes to real estate, right? Location, location, location. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think you're not alone, though. This is becoming a, a bigger and bigger trend as real estate prices and land prices are just soaring in so many countries around the world. It's really difficult for younger people to get a foothold into the real estate market. And because of that, we're seeing more apartments being built that fall under this category of micro apartments. And mm -hmm. Anna, like you said, around 30 square meters, your place is? -ish. Around that, maybe a little bit more, but I mean, it's, it's, it's around that. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's micro. Yeah. But not, but it, but actually, do you know what? It's micro. But I I saw many places that were much smaller than this. The smallest <laughs> I think I saw advertised was like twelve meters squared. Okay. Well, I lived in a place for two years that was probably around that, around twelve meters squared or so. But it's not as uncommon here in Korea. We've got millions and millions of people living in a very small place and. There's just not the land available, especially in Seoul. You have a population of 20 million people in the greater Seoul area. You know, it's not uncommon for people to live in just one-room apartments that are really quite tiny. And I did that for about two years. I had just a very small kitchen and bedroom, and everything was in one room except for the bathroom was sectioned off. But even the bathroom was just like a toilet and it was all tiled. The whole room was tiled and I had the shower head above the sink. So I would shower and do everything just in the one room. It didn't have like a separate shower area. And yeah, it was not bad. I don't think I could do it again at this time in my life, but I was in my you know, late 20s. I guess I was maybe 27 or 28 when I lived there. And it was totally fine at that time. I was really busy with work and other things, so I wasn't spending that much time at home. I was essentially just sleeping there anyway, so for that reason, it was okay. I also lived in a building that had like a gym in the basement, so if I wanted to work out, I could go down to the basement. There was a rooftop patio, so I could go up to the rooftop and hang out if I had friends over or something. There were some other common spaces that residents could share, so that made it pretty comfortable but again the location was amazing so it, it was really close to shopping i was on a really really great subway station that had access to three different subway lines so i could get around anywhere i wanted to go in the city very conveniently as well and so there are some trade-offs like you're living in a small space but you get the benefits of awesome urban living for me at the time it worked out and Sounds like you're kind of in a similar situation to what I was at that time. I'm super happy here. As I said before, when you see somewhere without furniture, it's hard to imagine yourself there. And I remember looking at it thinking, how on earth am I going to fit a bed in here? Because it's literally the bedroom and a, a really big built-in wardrobe, which is fabulous. 
because it's just great for storage. Because when you're in a tiny flat, storage is everything. Like you need yes. to make sure you've got storage to put things away so that you have as much space as possible. And now I've got everything in it. It's a small space, but it's my space. And it's just so nice to have that as a relaxing space for me, which is important because of my job. And my only condition when I was looking for, for a flat, I need at least one room that has sunlight. One room. Okay, because it's very common here to have interior flats. So you have flats that are completely interior, meaning you can't see the sky. Mm. It's like in the in the middle of the building. In the middle of the building. It's common and those type of flats are generally cheaper, right? So they're an option for people. But I was like, I need one room where I can see the sky and I have bright light. That was my only condition. So I have a beautiful light in my kitchen, which is just gorgeous. So I wake up in the morning and have a coffee. But I said it took me ages to find this place. And when I was looking for flats, there's always a catch. I remember I was looking at some places and, for example, one of them was great, but the bathroom smelled weird. So I was like, okay, you know. So it's like there was always something weird when you're looking in a certain range, right? Right, right. So this place I have now, I'm really happy because the kitchen's nice, the bathroom's nice and fairly modern. It's fresh, it's clean, and I'm really happy. But boy, it took me some time to find it. It was not an instant thing. The hours of time scrolling through those house websites, like notifications every day, I mean, I'm sure some of you listeners can understand and appreciate that situation when you're just like looking every day, getting all these notifications on your phone, which is great because you know what's on the market, but it's also just so time consuming and stressful. But now I'm in my micro flat. I'm very happy in my micro flat, but it's not forever. Like you said, Andrew, it's for a time. These places are for a time. I mean, mean, there's no way you could start a family in a flat like this. It's not forever. It's for a time and I will enjoy my time here. And it's the affordable option. Like you said, the prices in city centers, like, I mean, I don't know about the prices in uh, where you live, but I'm sure they're really high. In Madrid, they're high. In London, they're high. You know, you've got to make a sacrifice somewhere. And that was the sacrifice I made was was space for, for location. And that works for me. Doesn't work for other people. Some people want a lot of space. They want a lot of light. They want, um, you know, that they're, they're not bothered about being in the city center. So it's super, it's, it's really individual. But um, for me, this was the best option. I just want to say as well, I also find something quite sweet and cute about living in a tiny flat. I think it's kind of nice. It's, it's kind of homely and you have to find ingenious ways of using the space. Um, and I think there's yeah. something quite endearing about living in a small space and not a huge apartment just for one person. I mean, obviously I'm biased because I'm going to say that, aren't I? Because I'm living in a tiny apartment, but I think there's yeah. kind of something nice about it. And, um, so yeah, I, 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 I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, there is a charm. I like how you have to be strategic. You can't just buy anything you want. Everything has to have a purpose or else it's not coming in the front door, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like one of my dreams is to own a sofa one day. Like uh, I don't own a sofa now and I haven't since I've moved to Korea just because I've always lived in places that are too small. And the apartment that I'm living in now with my wife and our dog is not, by Korean standards, it's it's fine. It's like an average sized apartment, but maybe by... Canadian standards, it's a bit on the small side. Like my parents live in a condo in Canada that is a similar price. 
and kind of an average size Canadian style apartment. So when I compare their condo in Canada to our apartment here in Korea, mm -hmm. ours is much smaller than theirs would be in Canada. So I think on average places are just smaller over here. And mm -hmm. the way that we have our apartment decorated now is that we just don't have enough space for like a living room. Like our living room is more like our dining area. We've put a focus on having a bigger kitchen table and some comfortable dining chairs. And we have a stereo in the kitchen. And when we want to just hang out, we sort of just sit at the table and hang out at the table. But one day in the future, I would like to have like a classic living room with a sofa and a TV where I could just like <laughs> lie on the sofa and take a nap and maybe watch some ice hockey or something. You know, that that's my dream for the future, but we just don't have enough space for that in our place right now. So what I'm trying to say is that every piece of furniture, everything has to be very, very strategic uh, because there's just not enough space to fill your house with junk. Absolutely. You have to be really strategic about the things that you choose. I like that word that you you chose there, Andrew. And everything has to have like a double purpose. For example, I have a table, which is kind of a, a desk. It can be a desk. It can also be a dining table. So you have to have double uses for everything was something I read about small spaces. So I think really you don't need a lot of space if you're just, you know, one person or two people. It's just a bit of adjusting. It's not very common to live in small apartments like this in the UK. Maybe in London, it might be more common. But we're also not as obsessed with square meters in the UK. So when we're looking for flats, we're not kind of obsessed with this thing. Whereas I know that in Spain, since I've lived here, people are really obsessed with what square meter it is. Whereas in the UK, we don't really use that mm. as a kind of a filter um, um, to choose places. But yeah, I think there's something nice about living in, 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 small, in small places too. It's not all bad. Can you think of anything bad? Like, have you encountered any negative aspects to living in a small space yet? Yes. Well, one that's happening right now is, for example, I can hear my neighbors talking in the hallway, for example. Um, <laughs> so the flat's not very acoustic. Um, so that has some issues. Right. Sound issues. Yeah, sound issues. But, you know, luckily I have a great neighbor who doesn't really make a lot of noise. So that's wonderful. And um, probably I'm driving them crazy with my online classes, but well, <laughs> I'm hoping to make it a little bit more acoustic in the future. But yeah, maybe that would be one downside to it is maybe, like you said, not being able to have the things that you want straight away, like things like sofa or particular pieces of furniture I had to be very clever with the desk I chose to buy a small desk you know maybe you can't have a party of like 40 people I'm not even sure 40 people would fit in my flat um to be honest so yeah maybe entertaining and things like that are a little bit difficult you can't really invite as many people around for a big meal for example I think it's right for me right now in the future, I think maybe I'd want to have a bit more space. But your priorities change. When you're younger, they tend to be a little bit different. When you're older, they tend to be different as well. So let's see what happens in the future. I'm sure I'll be here for a little while. In the future, I'll want to go with a bit more space and a bit more light. I have a pro and a con to small space living. And, you know, I'm in my little computer room slash Culip studio right now, which is a very small room. It's maybe, I don't know, two and a half meters by two and a half meters or so. It's pretty tiny. And one thing that is terrible about, you know, working in this very small room is that it can get pretty cluttered and pretty messy 
really, really quickly, just because it's a small space. If I take off my jacket and put it on the floor or something, as I tend to do occasionally, <laughs> then it looks like a mess. But the amazing thing is that if I just spend five minutes, I can clean the whole room and tidy it and organize it. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? It's really easy to look cluttered and messy, but then at the same time, it's really easy to declutter and make it clean and fresh looking. So I like that about living in a small space. You're almost forced to really live in a tidy way because if you don't, then your place just looks like a disaster. So I think that's maybe another benefit. And I think we're both on team <laughs> small living. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got to do it. I think you've got to experience it. I think a lot of people, maybe if they walked into my flat, they'd be like, whoa, it's really small. And I thought the same thing. I've got to be honest. I was actually even thinking before I moved here, after I'd signed the contract, I was like, what have I done? What am I going to do? It's so small. I'm going to be completely claustrophobic. So I did have some real anxiety about moving into a small place. But then now I'm here, I'm like, what was I worried about? It's like we always say in English, nothing is ever really as bad as it seems. And, you know, I don't need that much space. I'm just, I'm just a person, you know? But the thing about cleaning is really important. And after every day, I always just go around and make sure everything is clean and tidy because as you said, otherwise it can just end up looking like a, a bomb's gone off very quickly. So big advantage is the cleaning. Less cleaning and cheaper to heat cheaper for your bills and all of that lights everything so all of those things are cheaper as well so there is a plus side yeah definitely it's much more economical and it goes back to like just not having enough space for things right it's like i can't buy this because i have no place to put it <laughs> so anna thanks for telling us about your new move and your new place congratulations by the way i hope you'll have a happy life in this new uh mini flat <laughs> Yes, thank you very much. I'm sure I will. And I'm really happy for me as well. And I'm really glad that I'm finally here after all of that searching. So that's it for today, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening and congratulations on making it to the end of the episode. Nice work. You've heard me and Andrew answer the question, could you live in a micro apartment? But now we'd like to know what your answer is. Absolutely. Please let us know what you have to say by leaving a comment or posting on the discussion form on our website. And if you like Culips, we would really appreciate your support. There are many ways you could do that. For example, you could tell your friends who are learning English to check us out, or you could follow us on Instagram. Just search for Culips English and you'll be able to find us. You could also subscribe to Culips on your favorite podcast app and leave us a positive review. Or finally, you could become a Culips member. And for information about all the awesome benefits you get when you're a member, just check out culips.com. We'll be back very soon with another episode and we'll talk to you all again then. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.